0: What up, people? Shulte here, and you guys are about to listen to a clip from our weekly Patreon episode. If you want to sign up to our Patreon, support the flagrancy, support what we are doing, completely uncensored, flagrant content, you go to patreon.com flagrant2. With no more interruptions, here is the exclusive clip. We just got off the phone with uh, Tony Hinchcliffe a friend of ours, a good friend of ours, comedian friend who is going through it right now, a clip was released of him uh, being a wild boy. (laughs) Like, it's wild. We can all acknowledge it's wild. And he's saying some kind of crazy things. And even with the context, the things still come off as crazy. Yeah. It's on TMZ right now. No, it's not. TMZ. Oh, he made it. Yeah. It's over. All baby. that time in Hollywood, he had to move to Austin <laughs> to get on fucking TMZ. Come on, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's blown up. Yeah. Yeah. It's blown up. It's gonna be a big story. And obviously, you know, when you have a close connection with somebody, especially a comic, like we gotta talk to them before we're gonna have a conversation with him about right. the podcast. That's what we've always done. So uh we just spoke to him you guys have probably seen the clip you can see the clip somewhere we can give a little bit of context to the situation right uh yeah where do we begin i mean like he came up he said some wild shit i guess the comic that was going on before him which is also the comic that released the clip uh peng dang i think it was the guy's name um they've worked together before
1: yeah there's been a few times i guess where this guy's opened up for tony he's he's like a club feature in texas
0: exactly so he's up and then tony requested him a second time There was like a New Year's gig That he was doing With Ali Makovsky And he requested him So it's not So they had a, a, a working relationship They weren't mm. besties Or something like that But they were familiar With each
2: other They've worked together If somebody invites you To come back You're cool You're not friends But you're cool yeah, you're cool yeah, We yeah, like be being cool. around each other We have some saw level a, of friendship There yes, was some somewhere. stuff
1: That he had posted You know uh, you know, Opening for Tony It seemed to be a big deal To this guy He would tweet out Be like hey Opening for Tony Hensel Tonight so excited yeah. Great
0: shows It wasn't like I think in his bio Tony said that like the second line in his bio was uh, Tony Hinchcliffe as a credit. Yeah. He's done the Kill Tony show. Yes. As well. So they have some sort of working relationship. Yeah. Um, so he brings up Tony. Tony says that this is a what's called like the secret show. Red Band had a show where they don't announce the guests. So usually Tony's performing for his fans. This now he gets to perform in front of people that may not know who he is, may know who he is. Which is more
1: of a challenge, you know
0: definitely more of a challenge yeah. and uh I, I wonder if in that situation I, I would make me wilder or less wild i'd probably be wilder in front of my fans
1: yeah i'd be way wilder in front of my fans yeah i think so but I, I, I say whatever the fuck i want in front of my fans literally anything exactly in front yeah. of the club like you know jokes that will murder in front of the fans yeah will make people in a club environment Very uncomfortable, uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. they're like this and you're like what's going on here and you, this is why you need to do both right fans
2: have context Fans have
1: context. They know who you are. They know where you're coming from. Yeah. I know you. Yeah, Um, exactly. That's actually a really great point. Yeah. Because when I watched it, I laughed. Because I know Tony. I know the context of what he was going for. I I I thought it was funny. And I understand why people are like, what the fuck did you laugh at? And I'm like, I was like, I know the same thing with Ari. When Ari got canceled for the Kobe tweet. Yeah. I laughed. Because you I know the context of of Ari doing it. I know exactly the tone. I know what he was going for. And it was like the shock and the fact that he would go there is what was funny. And the fact that very few people are willing to go there right. makes it unique and makes it funny. And if, if one person laughs, by definition, it's funny. Right. So you can't like, it's all subjective, obviously, but if you have one person to laugh and I laughed right. at Tony, I, I laughed at what he
0: said. Here's the thing. I, the reason why it was so weird for me is be, and I was just telling this to Tony is that I'm used to Tony having incredibly clever yeah. Bits, right? Like, especially with his roasting, it's super clever. And he just went on, and it was kind of a rant that. I guess within the context of things, like here's this Asian comic that was on before and he was like making fun of like white people. This doesn't fucking justify it, but he's doing a lot of white jokes. So Tony's like, I'm going to carry that energy and I'm just going to go on the top of it and trash these white people in the crowd for laughing, for being at, self-loathing and laughing. Yeah, right? he called
1: them race traders. Race it's traders. It's just
0: funny. He I doesn't mean, really think they're fucking race No, yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah, really yeah. Do, yeah.
1: use the word chink in real life. He's not calling people he, that. He literally said he doesn't use
0: the word. He yeah, goes, I, I like, don't use the word. He goes, I, I was feeling myself and I was like, I'm going to just go for it i i regret saying it it's not something i use i mean his best i don't know if red man's his best friend but like his best friend's girl's age yeah of course Do you know what i mean so he's probably not dropping that fucking word all the no, time tony's red a a,
1: tony's a sweetheart of a guy right. you know and he's not he's, this does not come from a hateful place and i believe that the opener knows that because he does have the context he knows who tony is he knows the brand of con- of uh, comedy that tony does yes so he has all that context. So it's like, dude, if you're offended by something that somebody said, and I, by the way, even if in the moment he was like, you know what, dude, fuck this, I, you know, he's feeling very inspired. It's Asian heritage month. There's a lot going on in the, in the media yes. right now. I'm not discounting the fact that he probably legitimately has a, feels a certain way, right. but you would think that you would just, after the show I'd Be like Tony come talk to me For a minute Like that actually Really bothered yes. me it hurt My feelings yes. As a fucking dude He yes. fucked up Like go go go
2: go No I don't Listen I don't know Tony as well as y'all I know Tony a little bit I assumed When I watched the clip Just knowing Tony's Clever and funny The joke has to be This is so over the top Racist yeah. That it has to be a joke That's the joke yes. If that hurt his feelings Peng Cool. I understand that. That word could hurt a lot of people's feelings. My best friend is Chinese. It would probably hurt his feelings. You talk to him, man to man, be like, yo, man, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. But to have that quote tweet and then like passive aggressively be like, happy AAPI month, exclamation point, like you're cloud chasing. Yep. You are yeah. he trying cho- to yeah. use your victim as currency. And that shit, I do not like. He Comic chose to, to go, go viral.
0: He chose to go viral. He's supposed to go viral over connection with that person. And, yeah. and he wanted that. And because at the end of the day, like, what does this do? Like, is, is Tony Hinchcliffe the one that is stopping Asian progress in America? Do you, mm. know, do you know what I mean? Like, it, I understand if, like, President Biden is saying something like this and you capture him on footage you're like okay maybe we should showcase this to the world but i don't know if tony is Here's the one I that's think holding maybe. down asian let me people. try yeah. to
2: see his point of view maybe he thinks this type of shit is just acceptable and funny in the world and i don't like that yeah now yeah you also know tony you've opened for tony that's your you guys are on some level cool yeah so if he's not some random motherfucker you can talk to him and be like bro that's a moment for yeah. you to teach and actually make an impact yeah like, yo man I don't, if he's like, I never use that word, and be like, yeah, cool, don't ever use that word. You know what I mean? That's yeah. all you got to do. I, you would talk to him man to man very easily. You can also, just, you can also Tony's have Tony's not an intimidating and guy. Tony's not a guy I'm scared to talk to. Yeah, no, yeah, you can confront him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you can say, hey, Tony, and Tony seems yeah, reasonable yeah. to me, like, yeah, my bad. Yeah. And, and, or he maybe he has a debate. Maybe he
1: goes, well, this is, you know, maybe he... he you know, says, well, this is why I feel like I can use certain words. But at the very least, you have the conversation yeah. with another dude. I remember one time yeah, I yeah. brought up Mateo Lane. Mateo Lane's a brilliant, brilliant comic in New York. You Love know Mateo. Mateo. Love Mateo. Great um, body. Fucking rip! You want yep. yeah, to, dude? Eat. I be
0: looking at my Instagram. I'm on, telling in you, right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm in public with my Instagram. Like I'll be in like on like a bench and sharing a bench with a few other people. I'm at a fucking uh, clothing store with my girl. It's just me and the other two boyfriends that are wi- waiting for their girls yeah. to get changed. And I bring out the Instagram. All these guys on the Instagram. And I'm scrolling through, and it comes up. The first fucking picture is yeah. Mateo topless in a speedo, and I got these other two guys looking over my phone, and they're not even judging me. They're just going. <laughs> Scat, yeah. that, that man is motherfucker is stacked That man is perfect. <laughs> oh, he really is. I mean, not
1: for not nothing. Really he's best. he's and he's also a sweetheart of a guy, the best, hilarious yeah. comedian, really talented artist. He's what, got he's it all. Talented. He's got it you all. Can't that man. good a body and be able to
2: draw. Thank God he's gay. The Why? literally fuck all yeah, our It's over. It would be Thank over. God, he's gay.
0: But
1: I remember one time at the stand years ago, I brought him up. He's
0: so hot, I'm about to say some racial slurs <laughs> yeah. out this
1: pitch, homophobic ones or something. But I, I brought him on. On stage, or maybe when he got off stage, whatever it was, I was hosting a show and I brought him up, and I said, I said ignorant shit. No, no, I didn't say the f word. Yeah, yeah, fiat. I I made a joke about something about him having AIDS. It was some, it was dumb. It was a, it was a bad joke. It wasn't good. It wasn't executed well. Yeah, but I went, I went for you. Trying to be shocking. I was trying to be shocking in the moment, and it was like it didn't really get a laugh. And it was, I was when I was bringing him up because I remember just feeling so bad throughout his whole set being yeah. like, fuck dude. Mateo, like, I don't want like, cause I really like Mateo and I have a lot yeah. of respect for him. You know what I'm saying? And I just missed the mark. You know, that's what happened was yeah. I was going for something shocking. I, I missed the mark. And when he came off stage, I was like, dude, I just wanted to apologize. Cause I, I felt like I shouldn't have said that that wasn't the right way to bring you up or present you as a comedian. It was the moment. And he was like, dude, I didn't think anything of it. Uh, he didn't even, it didn't even register for him. Yeah. But that's sort of the way we act. Like, in the workplace, as men, as, as you know, not even just men, as, as adults, if you have an issue with something that somebody says or does, it was a mature you can approach way them and you can say that, you know? Sure. And, yeah. um...
2: It was mature of you to apologize. Of course, yeah. Yeah, and fine. it was
0: dope of him to take it that way, but he could also take it another way, and you'd be understanding of that. You're Of like, course, yeah, I if he up. was
1: offended, I thought he would have been offended because it, it wasn't funny. So, it didn't get a laugh. It was, it was just low-hanging fruit. It was just some yeah, dumb shit. Yeah, you were
0: going for it. So yeah. here's the thing with, with the Tony situation, which is very difficult, right? Because like comedians, we've set this precedent. Like We're not going to apologize for, everything, for anything because we feel a little bit under attack with our material and if we want to stay like crazy or jokes. So we're like, I'm not going to apologize. Now, I don't subscribe to that in its totality. Like, if you say something... That you're sorry for. That you're sorry for, (laughs) you could say sorry. Like, you said this beautifully. You're like, yo, you apologize to him. Like, if you feel sorry for hurting his feelings, apologize to him for that. And you could have done that. You did that literally right when you got off stage. So it's not like we have this, like, hard and fast line. We don't apologize for anything. That might not have been your joke.
1: That's a crazy person. Like, I will not apologize. Like, you are a lunatic. You're a lunatic. You're a sociopath.
0: Now, if it's a joke that we've crafted for six months, and we like where the joke is, and Mm. you're offended but we don't feel sorry for the joke, you don't have to apologize. Right. If it's something you're just whipping up in the moment, you're like, this might work, this might not work, this is a 50-50 idea, and then it doesn't fucking work, and it doesn't go over, and now you're on TMZ, you're all over the, all over the place, you can apologize for the part of it that you don't, you don't like, especially saying a word that you said to me on the phone, you just do not say, you don't know why you said it in the moment.
1: I just don't like the idea of apologizing to the public. So
0: apologize
1: to Peng, right? Call him up, or, yeah. or and apparently he did call him up, and he won't answer his calls, which is such right. a... Like, right, right, right. It's just like, dude. Uh, I don't know. Like, if you're offended, I mean, what the fuck does the public need an apology? That it's it's not a public issue, you know. This well, now not, it's
0: become a public issue, and and yeah, I, I, if you want to apologize to the public, you can. Sure, I, I'm saying that's just up to you. The problem with that, and and this
1: is, and I see the picture of Patrice O'Neal right there, and yeah. and I, every, it's almost become a, you know a hack point at this at this point. But it's really true. Like he made this incredible point when he was defending um, Don Imus, right? Yeah. Where he, he said every joke comes from the same place, good or
0: bad, right? Yeah. We don't know it's gonna be good, we don't know going bad. Give us the opportunity to make something funny. We have to experiment. Comedians,
1: we we go into a comedy club environment, sometimes completely blind, we, we have a brand new bit, we don't know if it's gonna work, and we use the audience as a gauge to see if it's good or bad. And it's supposed to just exist in that moment, and then we figure it out. It takes six months to figure out if it's really good, and you get it to be perfect, yep. and it's this sort of like, um, you know, this song and dance that goes back and forth between the audience. Yep. If you don't give people the opportunity to make those mistakes, you're going to get people taking less Chances you're going to you're whittling down the quality of comedy.
0: I 100% agree. 100% agree. I also think that that's mutually exclusive from apologizing for something that you didn't mean to do or went wrong. Right. So it's like I'm
1: apologizing th- for a joke in general when no, yeah, no. a joke can go wrong. Am I apologizing for a joke going wrong? What if it went right? What if everyone laughed? What if the whole what if Peng thought it was great? Here's, Hold on. Let's say yeah, let's yeah, say yeah. The, whole, kills, yeah, the whole it kills the whole audience laughs and Peng is dying laughing on the side of stage because if he would have called me a speck yeah. on that show, yeah in the same exact tone, it was just Spick, it was me, yeah. which could have easily happened, which yeah. has happened with, yeah. with like other shows. Uh, what's her name, called me a Spick on um, Rose Battle on Comedy Central.
0: Yeah, you don't gotta be a snitch, bro. Right? <laughs> but <laughs> it know, funny, dang over but, here, but if I did? freaked out and I
1: took the moment and I yeah. tweeted it out and yeah. said, oh my God, she called me a Spick and it
0: had a viral yeah. moment, I
1: could have easily created some, but no, I laughed. I slapped yeah. my knee, it was fucking funny.
0: So. The, it, obviously the, there's some like societal issues that are going on now yeah. that heighten the severity of this, right? Like yeah. if stop Asian hate wasn't a hashtag, if there weren't like Asian ladies getting beaten the shit out of the street on fucking bus yeah. stops, then I don't think this would be as sensitive, but because it is, it is the perfect viral moment. And I'm sure that, uh, uh the comedian paying, okay. In best case scenario, is like really affected and 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 like bothered and triggered by seeing Asian people getting beat up all the time. Yeah, and he's probably really sensitive to any Asian racism right now, as I'm sure a lot of Asians are. 100. In that's the best case scenario of him. Worst case scenario of him is he's going, oh, because this is so poppin', I could get some cloud off of this. It's and probably a little bit of both. It might be in the middle. Yeah, but can, I'll well. give him best case. I'll also give him worst case. The point is, do you think that? Do you, Deng, after knowing Tony and after working with him, truly think that he went up there and believed everything that he said?
2: No, no. And you can think, hey, these jokes—it's weird that you. Can, I've always thought before this, I was like, it's weird you could just shit on Asian people as much as you want to. Nobody ever gets offended. Yeah. I remember thinking that like ten years ago. Whatever. If you feel that and that's something that bothers you, cool. Can that tell you why? affected you. Real quick, all you gotta do is talk to Tony. That's the first thing you gotta do. Even if you want to put the shit out, you talk to Tony and be like, "Hey, man, I think this could be a teachable moment. Would you be a part of this, whatever?" And then you can say you regret it. Yeah. Some shit like there is an opportunity to do it completely differently. He chose to chase the clout.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yo, I, and I I've think the reason people are so comfortable being racist against Asians is because Asian people are so fucking dope at everything they do. <laughs> they make more money than everybody. They're all doctors and fucking. You go know, to college. You can
0: make fun of successful people.
3: Yeah, you're
1: not, you not really punching down. There. You're not. You're not. It's not punching down. So the yeah. idea of like, so now we like. I don't know I never looked at it as a Puerto Rican I never looked at it, Asians as being below me I was always like yo those are the smart kids Those are, that kid's gonna go to college that kid's gonna do well in assess. Yeah. like yeah. that was always my perspective on Asian kids yeah they were a little bit you know it's a little easier like if, a white, make, if one yeah. of my if one of my female friends like white or Puerto Rican chicks started dating an Asian guy we'd probably make fun of her for it to be honest
2: with you there, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a weird thing and I, I don't there's something called the model minority myth which has been explained to me because it's, it put, it's put upon Indians but I don't yeah. give a fuck something like that puts pressure on us that you think we're all all. Supposed to be successful. That's not fair. That just because I'm Indian or Asian, I'm supposed to be so smart and successful, whatever. But then you do the same thing to white people and call it white privilege. So I'm not exactly sure. I guess societally, it's different, but oh, people to me, just pick as and I choose their little
1: crazy theories. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I can, yeah. I can, I can look for the microaggressions in anything. If I wanted to stare at your studio, I'm like, oh, this is racist against Latinos. Like, what are we even doing here? Yeah, like, yeah. What, what's going on? Like, yeah, but it's just it's people choose their battles. I, I just don't I don't live in a world. Here's the thing. Oh, me and you, all, all three of us, we chose being comedians as sort of our identity over our racial background, ethnicity, even our our, our gender, our sexuality. I think being a comedian was sort of always for me, anyway. I can't. I can't I'm, I'm speaking for everybody, but for me anyway, it was always sort of the number one thing. Yeah. I romanticized. I started comedy 15 years part. ago. It was such a big deal to be a comedian.
0: All right, guys, we're gonna take a break from this exclusive Patreon clip because we got a big fight this weekend, and you need to make some money. That's right, UFC 262, and there's only one place where you're gonna bet, and that's at mybookie.ag. Remember, ag. This weekend, you got Charles Oliver going up against Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson against, I don't know how to pronounce the other guy's name, but it's still a Tony Ferguson fight, so it's going to be fucking interesting. I'm telling you, the UFC has been on an absolute tear. You need to make some goddamn money, so put your money up at mybookie.ag. Why are you going to put your money up there? I'll tell you why. Because if you sign up now and use our promo code flagrant, you're going to get your first deposit matched up to $1,000, okay? Let him know we sent you. So use our promo code FLAGRANT, and then you get that free deposit bonus to start your day off with a win. That's a free $1,000 that you also get to bet. More money, more bets, more winning. That's what happens with MyBookie.ag. You're going to go do that right now. Also, you can bet on all the other sports that are out there as well. Tons of different bets, tons of opportunities for you to make some money, including UFC 262. So go do it right now. MyBookie.ag, promo code FLAGRANT. Now let's get back to the show. So I have this thing where like, I
1: have like this mutual respect for every comedian automatically and society sort of splintered now and everyone sort of is prioritizing all of these other things, politics, social issues over this thing that like, we all sort of like, we'd show up in an open mic 15 years ago and you'd have like, you know, there'd be like a 50 year old lawyer and and some, you know. I stopped
0: doing that, bro. What? I stopped that just because you're a comedian and I respect you shit.
1: Right. Well, you have to now, now because it's it's because it's splintered. Like there's so
0: so many comedians that are doing stuff that I do not respect, and I love the art so much that I'm not going to watch you bastardize the art. I'm like a terrorist comedian. You know what I mean? Like I'm like the I'm ISIS comedy. Like I'm the most extreme version of it. So when I see it being done in a way that I feel like is disrespectful to the art, I'm like you're the enemy too.
1: So, but it almost goes back to that theory of like you know, they're still trying, right? And maybe they haven't figured it out yet, but it's like, we're all, we all sort of what come from the same place. are you trying to do, man?
0: That's what I'm trying to, are you just trying to get like, like I see a lot of comics that, They should just be pastors, bro. Like, if religion was more popular, that's what they would do. They want to stand in front of people, and they want them all to agree with them and then tell them they're the best. And that's what they want. But there's no role for them in a society that's kind of shunning religion now. If there was, then they 100% would do it. They they could go into, like, self-help gurus and this kind of stuff, and those all of a sudden are becoming very popular. Because people want motherfuckers to just say, hey, you're great, you know? I like the comics that are going up there and confusing you with the premise. I like somebody saying some wild shit and then trying to justify. Prove it. it
1: comedically, yeah. Yeah,
0: like that. Or you're gonna have some really, I mean, like painfully vulnerable story. Like make me feel some shit I don't want to feel, and then make me laugh afterwards yeah. about it. And maybe no maybe, journey is fun if it's all happy and comfortable. Yeah. that's not
2: a fun movie. There's no movie where all good shit is happening all the time. You're like, yo, that was worth my time. No,
0: I'm not. I'm not saying that that's what Tony was trying to do, right? No. But I do know Tony, and I know him to be a good guy. I know him to be a kind guy, and I know his material. And Who usually, takes care of other comedians very like,
1: well? We're talking about like Kill Tony, and that whole platform has been something that's put on a lot of comedians.
0: Yeah, you know. And Tony, now is the time to come out as gay. <laughs> now is the, if there's ever been a better time, you have to do it right now. Immediately, you come out as gay. Okay, smart idea. I think it's gotta happen.
2: It might have to be more. It might have to come out as trance. I remember last time we saw him, he had a girl that he was like pretty serious about. Yeah. We finna find out if she the one. If she stands <laughs> with him through this, that's the one. That's the real Connie. one. That's, that's the
0: one. I get but you, you guys understand what I'm saying. It's like um did, did <laughs> In almost like religion, comedy. Yeah, there are all these parallels with religion, but there has been like splinters, and you have these different crowds and these different shows, and there's different material you really just can't do, and the jokes that you know fucking kill just don't work there because these are people that are too uncomfortable to laugh at things that they feel. They want to laugh at things that they they believe the world should be. And I can't subscribe to that type of comedy I'm fine you could do it yeah that's great but I'm not gonna just automatically give you the same grace as I that's give fair. a traditional comedian that's right fair. Well, maybe I'm calling them traditional but or the comedian that's of the same like ilk as me
1: yeah uh, which and I, I agree with you completely the people that I love those are the ones that I love yeah. you know and
0: I, I say this all the time we sh- have very similar views on comedy oh of course like, all well, this, no, me, and that's uh, why we're in this room right of now. of course now. yeah and and here's the thing people often assume that because we said we only like a savage like Patrice you know what i mean but no, I could watch comics. Dude, Ryan Hamilton is so fucking funny. Yeah. Nate, Bar- yeah, it's, it's Nate is so funny. fucking funny. Nate Bar- fun. Bar- he's my
1: son's godfather. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, like, it doesn't gotta be a dirty, filthy, it's edgy... It's not about that. Is, is this about, you, dude? Yeah. A,
2: Last week, we were talking about how funny Kevin James's special was from, like, the late 90s, <laughs> yeah. but the small stuff. It's yeah. a clean special. So funny. You don't have to be a piece of shit, but... Our favorites are the guys that are going to make you A little uncomfortable because that makes you think fucking a little bit more. S-
0: Exactly, you're so not a snake oil salesman There's some fucking snake oil salesmen. They know if they go up there and they're just like saying Whatever that crowd feels Yeah, yeah. That they're going to get their claps And that's all they want, they don't care about the fucking art And maybe I sound like some old wash motherfucker Going, oh, i here back in the day, this is what comedy was But I don't care, yeah. that's what I love Well the shit that I, like, you know I,
1: I talk about a lot of dark shit in my act And it's like Got you got know, a lot that, of dark shit to talk about, of bro. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, the we, you talk about comedy being therapeutic. It's like to try to like, you know, I talk about my mother being a drug addict or my father being murdered. And it's like these are things that like not only do I have to like think about it and talk about it, which is therapeutic in general. Just going to therapy, think about it, talk about these things. Yeah. But now I have to try to find a positive, funny spin on these really fucked up things today. Yeah. And that in itself, it's such a unique thing. Um, It's such a unique way to look at personal trauma. So I have a hard time when people don't come to it with balls and don't come to it with a little bit of grit. I have a hard time really getting into their shit. But there's exceptions, like you you said.
0: We all know, like, I don't know, there's a thing. Maybe it seems like we're capping for Tony because that's our homie. And we are biased. That's our homie. I know Tony's not a fucking, two things. I know Tony's
1: not racist. You need intent, you need context, right? His intention wasn't to be racist. His intention was to be funny. The context was he was at a comedy show. Uh, ro- roasting the the guy that was before yeah. him. We also he know- wasn't in a fucking parking lot cr- screaming that exactly. word at somebody also, that was. He's not yeah. my
2: homie. He's my acquaintance, but I know him well enough to know this wasn't real. And I would think Peng would know the same. Like right. you have the, about the same amount of interaction with him as me. Yeah. And if that affected you, talk to him. That's my point. Yeah. 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 Even if there's even if you don't, and even if you're
0: absolutely furious about it. And maybe you're a little scared to talk to that person. You know, maybe Peng is scared to talk to that person. He's like, I don't know, maybe this guy's not going to let me go up on shows anymore, this, that, the other. (laughs) Well, now he's not. (laughs) Now it's never going to happen, but he's not going to have shows to do in the first place. Uh You were about to say something?
3: No, no, no. I was just listening. Oh. Because I have a different point of view, but I'm thinking about it if somebody came up and introduced me. Oh, that, that nigga that was just on stage or whatever the case is. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to be that, like, understanding. And especially the tweet said... Oh, look at how I was brought up last week. So Tony had a week to contact them. I think he now is contacting them because it went viral. To to, a devil's
1: advocate, I don't know that Tony knew the guy was even upset until the video went up. But you saw
3: how after you said the age joke about Mateo, you spoke to him immediately right after the show.
1: It was different.
2: It was a different thing because to be honest with you, I think like – what. It's possible. Can I say something real quick? Isn't yeah. it possible Lewis handled it better than Tony? Yeah, that's, that's also true. Tony didn't handle it well, but I don't think this pub, uh, public flagellation, whatever the word is, was necessary. That's what I think. Tony didn't handle it well. And honestly, be honest with you, not, if you not, wanna not,
0: Sorry to interrupt, but if you want to go, if, if you approach Tony and you try to have that conversation and he's like, fuck you, I meant everything that I said on stage. Bombs away, bro. Bombs away. But if there's no, like, basic human interaction and connection, like, there's no... Hey, man, can I just talk to you about it? this shit? make made me feel uncomfortable. bro. Yeah. Like, and I, I, bare minimum. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a different type of motherfucker. Like, I will talk to you about things, And I don't... I don't know. I will talk to you. Even comics, I'll talk to you. Like, this happened... Back home, like, if I hear a comic, I don't care fucking how popular they are or how successful they are. Like, if they're doing things that I think are, like, disrespectful to other comics, whatever, and I'm in their face and I've spoken about this, mm. I'm not going to act like I haven't. Right. I'm not going to sit at a fucking table with you and act like I haven't said, yo, it was corny what you did. Right. I'm not going to check you on some like, yo, let's go outside and fight. That might be a Luis Gomez approach. Right. But I'll just be like, yo, why were you why were
2: you why were you doing that? Like explain it to me because it doesn't make sense to and me. And y'all right. are better about that than most people. Most people are not as comfortable as conflict as you guys, even me, not as comfortable. But that is such an other extreme in a way that you wouldn't handle it. I don't think you, Alex, would see somebody say that shit and then be then not say anything and then put it on Twitter. Oh, that's true. I would have Broke and you and, would have checked the yeah,
0: yeah. motherfucker. Like, but maybe you're different than him, but I know you. Yeah, you yeah. would have went after it. It might have been a little more aggressive, but, it might, but like, yo, what the
3: fuck was that about, dude? That was mm. corny. Like, And that's true. And that's a thing. So that's it's like, opinion. we don't know what happened between that week and now.
1: And, well, look, we have exactly. to call you. Have to, I, yeah. I
0: only know Tony's side, where, where he said he didn't get reached out to at all and, and the guy didn't say anything. Maybe the
2: guy tried. Maybe there's DMs that Tony didn't see. I like, would think answer. the way he tweeted that, and may, yeah, I could be wrong, but the way he tweeted yeah. that lets me know. If he had interactions with Tony, he would have included that in his "Hey, let me burn down Tony's career" tweet. I yeah. tried to reach out to Tony multiple times; he wouldn't even talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been the way he
1: tweeted, he context. tweeted it and then walked away. No replies, no nothing. Like he was like,
0: "Here you go, I'll be yeah. uh, my Drop. Yeah, 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 I'll be over here." And in no way are we justifying what Tony said, and Tony doesn't even agree with what he said. Yeah. He's like, "I was going for it." It was stupid. I would. I don't use that word. But I, never I am
1: justifying it. his attempt to go for
0: whatever he's going to exactly. go for. Exactly. You can go. You can attempt, but you can fail, and you can acknowledge failure, yeah. and that's okay. It doesn't make him a sellout as a comic if he wants to go. Yo, I failed in my attempt to make some humor out of this situation. Like I would never judge him for doing that shit um, at all. So that's the tricky situation we're in. We don't ever want to stop trying to make jokes. We know that we're going to fail. Probably, if at best. 8 out of 10 times when we're trying a new joke. Maybe 9 out of 10 times we're going to probably have that fail rate. Sometimes the failures are going to be absolutely massive. So he's aware of that. I wish they would have been able to talk. It just sucks that it's gotten this big because, dude, he got dropped by his agent. Like, I'm not trying to have like a, a, what is it called, the uh, play the violin. You know what I mean? He did say something fucked up, and it, and it, it really obviously maybe hurt him, and other people get to hear it, and they feel hurt as well. But...
1: But, but, it, but his, nobody would have heard it. If Peng didn't share it with the world, nobody would have been hurt by it. It would have right. been a bunch of people in a club that would have heard it. Nobody was really hurt by it. If Peng was hurt by it, it could have been... No, you're right. This street hurt this is way like more 50, Asians.
0: This is, yeah, exactly. Like, 50 people heard it in the club, and maybe those people were hurt by it, right? Now, <laughs> millions of people, TMZ is yeah. playing. Now, how many more Asians feel attacked yes. because they heard a guy... What do you... M- M- Mark is uh, wobbling his head. What?
3: I don't know. I mean, like, I get your point, but, like, could you say the same about like videos of asian people getting beat up like if you put out those videos, are those reinforcing like negative feelings that Asian people feel about? Yeah, but well, the intent, of the, the context
1: argument- is physically harming right. an Asian
0: person versus telling a joke.
1: Hundred exactly. percent. But, but what, if people
3: what refusing I, to acknowledge the context. What
0: I would also say to that is, how often do we criticize the media for only portraying black people in these negative, stereotypical ways? Like, oh, every time a black person's robbing somebody, you put it on the on the news, and then now all of a sudden there's this negative perception about black people. So we can't have it both ways. We can't have it. Oh, showcasing these acts all the time. Is, um, is a detriment to this one group of people. And then when you showcase this acts, it's not. So we have to figure out some sort of balance. And I guess what, 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 what you were trying to say is the overall takeaway is more people are gonna, are gonna feel hated when this goes viral than the 50 people in that room when it was supposed to be in the context of a joke that failed. It failed. We're not justifying what's said. If we no. heard anybody say it outside of comedy, we'd be like, "Yo, what the fuck is wrong I did with this not person?" Laugh. If, you laughed, and if laughed. If I heard, and heard I did anything
2: you
1: laugh. said outside of a comedy club stage, It'd be absolutely you'd be like, "All right, horrifying. this guy's actually yeah. trying to start a hate cult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we need to stop him right yeah. now." But it's the you know you have to have that context and it's yeah. it's a shame and that's why it, with Pang and I don't know Pang at all and maybe he's a great dude but I just as a comedian I'm going like dude I don't really respect that like yeah. you you know what he's doing you know he's going for a joke you know he's failing we've all failed at telling jokes you know and now you're gonna try to hurt somebody not only try you did hurt somebody you hurt, you hurt this guy's career maybe hurt your feelings. Maybe maybe your feelings were a little bit hurt in that moment, yeah. right? And that could have been alleviated, and maybe you could have taught Tony a lesson. But now you've legitimately hurt this guy's career, his family, you know, his productivity for the future. And I just don't, I don't,
0: I I don't think the punishment fits the crime. That's what. And I'm it's saying. not like you're going to get anything out of this. It's not like people are going to go, "I need a book," paying at the funny bone. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, of people of are going to go, "Yeah, that guy might start some shit." Yeah, exactly. I you take know. personal uh, responsibility for all this because now comics are posting clips and. <laughs> and, uh, but you know and what? If I never did. Well, if I never aside, told him to do this shit, then he would have never videotaped this set and Tony could hate Asians in
2: peace. <laughs> <laughs> all jokes aside, I think this is even different than the Ari thing where Ari put the clip out himself. And so uh, you he, put that out to everybody. The if for. Tony put this clip out. I'm not standing by it. My only issue is the way this kid handled it. Yeah. That's my issue with this kid. I'm not standing by what Tony said. Ari, by the way, we had Ari on Legion of Skanks and we did
1: a lie detector test. We got a really like high quality lie detector test, the same like same one police department juice. Yeah. And uh, we asked him if he regretted the Quoby tweet. And he said no, and he was telling the truth. Wow. Wow.
0: Really? That's wild. He's a he's a savage. Yeah, 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 yeah. He sent me something absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, we can't talk about, he, about it. We yeah, can't talk about can't it. <laughs> he can't tweet. He like, he's like, I would have tweeted this is if ever was a yeah. <laughs> That's what he said Dude, I FaceTimed him afterwards. I, I literally FaceTimed That's him so at an airport, like borderline crying, laughing at yeah. this video. He's a wild fucking boy. Yeah. But he, he's willing to live that life. That's another thing. Like, he's going, I'm fine being on the outskirts. I'm fine not being in the mainstream thing. I have my fans that support what I do, and it's a specific thing that I do. And we all know him personally, so we can go, oh, that's that's just, he's a wild boy is what yep. he did. And then sometimes your wild boy shit goes mainstream. And mainstream people have no context of what the fuck you do. No. And that's, this is bad news.
1: They were like, they were like, make a Legion of Skanks TikTok. I'm like, are you out of your fucking <laughs> mind? <laughs> <laughs> we can't even be on YouTube. Are you crazy? <laughs> you know, I'm putting out of context clips on TikTok for the shit that we say. It's always
0: funny when they come after you and they, they just go to some crazy thing. And there's like a baby with a fucking, like a dildo, like a, what is it? What are they called? Those baby uh, mannequins. What are they called? Oh, yeah. So, doll. Yeah, or doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Baby mannequins? <laughs> what are they called? You know, the, uh, <laughs> I don't,
3: I'm not getting anything. from you texting? <laughs> uh, uh, I just had a question. So, I'm not a comic. I don't know how this works. But if he failed, like you guys said, like you don't agree with what he said. Yeah. Um, should he have gotten in front of it and just be like, yo, on stage, I was going for it and I said something that I regret. I I don't
1: think that he, I don't think that he thought this was, this was in and out. We do so many shows, we say so many dumb things. He does a lot of improv. I don't think that this registered as a problem for him. I think in his mind, he just had a moment where he roasted this guy. The audience was laughing. It wasn't bombing. It wasn't like the audience was booing and then he got in trouble. It wasn't the Kramer moment. They're comparing it to the Kramer moment. Uh, um, You know, years ago at the Laugh Factory. Not at all. That's what was happening. It was still Red Band's audience. They were still Tony Hinchcliffe fans. Let's get real. That's true. Yeah. They were laughing if you listen to the actual clip you do hear people laughing there was some uncomfortable laughter but there were people actually laughing some people got it some people didn't yeah i don't think tony was like oh i fucked up dude in my moment i felt bad because i made a bad joke i looked at my friend i brought him up and it, as a host to be honest with you there's a host of a show there's a this this is something that's lost in context as well it's not my job to make a joke on this guy it's my job to present him to do well right if i'm being paid to host the show it's my job to make everyone put everyone in a good mood up front be everyone's buddy and then present everyone and put everyone in in a position where they can do as well as possible it's not my job to fucking roast this guy that's coming up next um so i just it was my personal standard and i just kind of felt bad he was my friend who i just didn't i thought it was a little disrespectful the way that i did it I don't think Tony felt that was disrespectful. I don't think Tony was disrespecting Peng. I think Tony was trying to shock the crowd and be funny. And he said the most fucked up thing that came to mind in that moment. And it was uh, a failure in recognizing that this guy's feelings might have been hurt in the process.
2: Also, yeah. yeah I, it wasn't And like, a failure in the bit. Like the
1: yeah, bit was He bit is way funny.
0: funnier than the bit. If you think Agreed, that that's yeah. like Tony's funny
1: no, shit. No, Tony's like, way funnier Tony's than
0: that. Tony's fucking hilarious. So. Yeah, it, it sucks. But I also understand, Al, where you're coming from. What you can only put yourself in, in, in that person's shoes, and you would be tight if somebody did that to you.
2: Absolutely. And Akash, you might be tight, too. Yeah. I bet motherfuckers have said stuff about you after. Oh, yeah. And if I have a problem with them, I will say it to them. Or even if I'm a bitch and I talk shit about them behind their back, I'm not putting it online. Yeah, like, yeah. the bitch move... To me, the extreme bitch move is I talk shit about that person behind their back. It's so much further beyond comprehension, even, to say, like, I'm not going to approach you at all, and I'm going to put it online. And if Tony felt embarrassed by that bit, which I probably would, I would just kind of hold up and be like, ah, dude, thank God that wasn't, like, a big show and nobody saw it. It was a secret show. I don't even want to fucking think about that, because that was, like, I was whiling. And then you just kind of put it away and hope nobody saw it. Like, you fucking trip and fall in public, and you look around make sure nobody saw it. It's kind of like that. Like, all right, well, I tripped and fell on this bit. I hope nobody saw it. And then this guy is filming it. And then why is he filming my set, first of all? Are you filming yourself bringing me up, motherfucker? Like, no. Well, maybe he just pressed play on the set. And then he did a set before and brought him up or something? Yeah, like he probably... Passed the mic or something? Yeah. Yeah. Passed the mic. It was probably passed the mic. Or maybe he was the host.
0: And then, or past the mic, and then it was just like, it was recording, and then as he went back down. If he was
1: first, here's what makes sense. If he was the host, and he recorded his opening, and then, because you're looking for little clips, you know, and then bring Tony up, you wouldn't have stopped it. Fair. Um, Yeah, yeah, look,
2: it was. That's my point. Tony probably doesn't want to get in front of it, because he's like, dude, thank God that was a small show, nobody saw it, holy fuck. That's what I would probably think. Yeah. Or he didn't even think about it. I don't think he thought about it. Honestly. If you know
1: Kill Tony, you know that brand. He was just on Legion of Skanks last week. There are certain there's a there's a brand of comedy out there you don't see it in the mainstream but guys like Legion of Skanks guys like Ari guys like Tony we say fucked up shit for the sake of saying fucked up shit and we try to make fucked up jokes and we try to play within that um that that world and
0: I that's the brand but of humor that I really like I don't want you to brand yourself as like as as that because tony would go no i'm way funnier than that yes and you guys are way funnier than that this is just a failure at doing something that's risky it happens all the time exactly these things happen all the time time. but we're not going yo this is comedy because all of a sudden sometimes like when a a joke goes south right and then it goes viral because people like how could you say this shit we got it we got to step up and go hey man, this is just a bad version of what we do. There's great versions of what we do and you happen to love it because Patrice O'Neill is the fucking man. Yeah. Okay, there are tons of these jokes that people think are absolutely hilarious. And then there are fucking bombs. You saw a bomb. The bomb went viral. There's a lot of other societal shit that goes into this stew and it's really fucked up. You know what I mean? Uh, if you're upset at that, you're somebody who's Asian. You and you, even if you know the context, you're still upset. at, Okay, you're allowed to be upset. Yeah. Nobody ever said you're not allowed to have emotions. Like that's not what comedians say. I would say, say you can't. I would
1: say, don't buy a ticket to see Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah,
0: don't do it. That's as far as it should go. Yeah, so he can work on that bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys you just listened to a clip from our weekly patreon episode if you want to continue to listen to that episode subscribe join the asshole army patreon keep it tight and keep it flagrant with us you can do that at patreon.com flagrant to indulge